Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are and wherever you're watching. My name is Matt Pierce. I'm the host of the Visual Lounge, and I'm gonna be here with you today, and we're gonna be talking about cutting. Probably one of the simplest things you can do in video editing, but one of the, actually, I think, what probably one of the most useful things. And uh, I just wanna get this out there. We were gonna have a guest today, but un due to unforeseen uh, circumstances, he wasn't able to join us today, but he will be back in February. So all is good, no worry about that. Uh, there was a lower third. I was waiting for that to drop in so I could say my name, but it didn't. I didn't have a setup because I was doing some stuff. Because I have been prepping like a madman, trying to get things ready for you all today to talk about cutting because we're gonna have, just if you're listening to the podcast feature on, just so you know, this is a very visual episode. We're, we're the visual lounge, we do visuals, right? We're gonna talk about video. And so you're gonna wanna watch the screen a little bit because I'm gonna be sharing examples. Now, but before we get into the example stuff and start going into different types of cuts, let's talk about why cuts are so powerful, right? Because we want in our, in our environment with our videos that you're creating, whether it's screen recording, whether you're taking uh, stock footage or you're recording with your camera, again, you've got a powerful camera in your pocket. You got all these things you can take, but cutting is gonna allow you to focus your message. Just think about if the power of editing a Word document, right? The things that you can remove to give clarity, to give direction, to give hope, and you know, it's like your reader, they're not like, it's, they don't have to read a thousand pages when you can say it in five or three or two or one, right? Like, so editing and, and cutting is really one of the most powerful things. And I will be showing Camtasia today, but whatever tool that you're using, if it has a cutting feature, you can do all the things that we're talking about. However, we like to show off Camtasia because that's the company we represent, Camtasia, right? TechSmith. So we are going to be diving in here. Uh, a couple things to preface here as well, in terms of examples. Uh, I know, here's, here's the challenge with live streaming anything, right? Live streaming in of itself is a process, lots of bandwidth, very dependent. When we start showing the screen, I'm running a program that allows me to live stream. I'll be running Camtasia. I've got other things going on so I can monitor. Jessie's monitoring the chat, she's so awesome. Thank you, Jessie. She's gonna be feeding questions to me. When you put all this together, it is a little taxing on my machine. So some of the playback that you're going to experience today may not be the cleanest, but don't, don't let that dissuade you. Hopefully the ideas of cutting, things that I'm gonna show you, the L cuts, the J cuts, the montage, all that stuff's gonna come together. And along the way, and if you're just listening to this, you're in your car and you're like, I can't watch this, um, I'm gonna try to throw in some of those kind of pieces of advice, things that I've learned, things that I've been working through this week to share with you. Uh, so it should be still valuable, but of course, it's always great when you can see the stuff that we're gonna show. So with that said, we are going to jump right in. I'm gonna open up Camtasia here, make sure I've got something up. Uh, let me pull up a actual file project. I wanna show you uh, just a very simple thing to start with, right? Like um, this is just, uh, I made a recording. I did a lot of pre-recording, kind of cooking show style, right? Because if, if you watch me record, that's gonna be not so much fun either. So I, I wanna show you this project I worked on this morning. Let me, let me switch over here. Okay, so you're gonna see lots of me. Uh, this is, I was just teaching a process in PowerPoint. It's something I actually wanna share out later because I think it's really valuable. But the whole concept is to share out how to cut out, basically take a slide like this one that you might see on the screen and how to cut it out so that you can get a pop of color. And, that, and that's it. And you can see that this process, and this is an edited version, uh, you know, I've got it down to two minutes and 20 seconds. Let me actually open up another one here real quick. 
Uh, let's see, we'll open up this one. So that's like an edited version. I've already done some of the work and I'm gonna walk through that. Now this is the, the, the unedited version. This was not scripted. I just talked off the top of my head. I did cut out one section where I like really messed up because it was terrible. But you can see this actual video started off as five minutes and 40 seconds. And the, the secondary video, the one that I've cut a lot, is at two minutes, okay? So we're dealing with uh, the, the idea, first of all, that clarity, right? Like I was able to take the same video, cut out a bunch of the fluff. It might've been valuable, probably less valuable, more me speaking as I'm doing certain tasks and options. I was able to save anyone who watches that video three minutes. But so here's what we're gonna do. Let's, let's just take a quick look at this because uh, I wanna show you a few things in advance, right? So let me just say you got a, a pre-roll scene and to give some emphasis to the images on your slide. Now I'm a person who likes, so I'm explaining things here. So just gonna give you the dichotomy of what this video is. And then I start actually getting into how to use PowerPoint. You know, I talk about duplicating your slide, making sure it's lined up, changing the color on it. So all this is really good stuff. And, and in terms of screen recording, you know, cuts can get difficult. Let's let's call a spade a spade for a second. Cuts in screen recording can get difficult because if you change things, there might not be that context, right? If your mouse is here over on one part of the screen and you move it to another part of the screen and you cut out the transition, the movement, that's gonna potentially lose people. So we have to be careful and thoughtful when it comes to screen recording on just even basic cuts. What information, what are you losing in the process? And so, when we go back here and look at this, you know, I mentioned down here, I had some stuff that was really, really obnoxiously bad. Uh, like I couldn't remember how to do the process because I changed my machine and I lost my kind of access keys, but that's okay. I just wanted to get rid of it, make it a little cleaner. So now what am I gonna cut out of here though? So let's just listen to a little bit and we can work through this process and I just go ahead and we'll listen for a second. Okay, first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna look at PowerPoint here. I've got a picture already selected. I know it's silly, it's okay. Okay, one thing right there, like if we're just trying to get make this as condensed as possible, and that's one of the things, again, just cutting down, easy thing to do is get rid of the fluff commentary. So what you'll see though is I've got two things happening on my timeline. Let me just make these a little bit bigger here. And I've got my, this is where uh, I'm gonna grow my timeline there. And see, I've got, see, Remember last week, we talked about leveling up. I've got my hotkeys right here, and I got a shrink and grow track. So, you know, I'm practicing what I preach. I'm trying to level up every week. So, we've got this part right here, and I said it was silly. Okay, first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna look at PowerPoint here. I've got a picture okay. already selected. Okay. I know it's silly, it's okay. It's silly, it's okay. I don't need to say that. No one needs me to hear that it's silly. It's a silly picture. I think they're gonna get it. So I can just go in here and I can start cutting pieces here. And it depends on what you wanna do, right? Like there is literally the hotkey command T in, in the Mac, uh, you know, you can, you've got the scissors here. So it's pretty easy to do this and just cut it out. Now the trick is continuity. So I've got the camera video, that's what I just accident, I just cut there. So I wanna make sure I'm cutting both tracks because camera video, screen video. In fact, one of the things we can do here, I'm gonna just hide this camera video because it doesn't matter. Except for I need the audio. So I can separate those, but it gives us some emphasis for what we're trying to do. So let's just say it's this part, right? So this is the basics of cutting. You're just gonna go through and you're going to cut the parts that you think you, uh, you, know, you don't need. And you could, you could ripple delete, there's lots of ways to cut, but I wanna show it this way for a reason. 
So now that I've made those cuts, right, like I can easily go through and remove stuff. I actually suggest as you're doing this process is removing the part, go through and cut it up and then get rid of the stuff that you don't need. The good news is with most video editing programs, when you're cutting, if you cut something, you're like, I don't know if that was the right part. Actually, I'm gonna do, a, I'm gonna do this. I'm going to use my ripple delete. So now Camtasia does this thing where they're stitched together. I don't personally want this stitched together because I might want some flexibility here. And I gotta unstitch media and unstitch media. So that's one thing to watch for in Camtasia. So now I just play this back. How do we know this is a good cut? Selected, it gives us some emphasis for what we're trying to do. You gotta listen to it. You gotta listen for the sound. And what you're doing is looking for the things that are gonna make sense here. Like, so you notice we've got here in the camera video, let me just make this a little bit bigger so it's easier to see on your screen. Selected, it gives us some emphasis for what we're you notice if I change that, it, it's gonna jump though. What we're gonna see is my camera video is gonna jump. It's gonna look like something skipped and it's gonna feel weird. And that's called a jump cut. And there's lots of different jump cuts. If you are, there, there are a couple different schools here I wanna talk about. So cutting is pretty simple. Just you're gonna go and remove the stuff that you don't need. It's, it's the most basic form of editing and you want it to be reasonably good. You don't want little artifacts left there of like words hanging and that it just takes some time. It takes some practice. You'll start to learn like when you can cut, when you can't cut, but you have to go through the process. Now with jump cuts, there are people and schools of thought that say jump cuts are bad. Jump cuts don't look good. So when we go from, let me just make another cut here just because I can, and we're gonna just remove this section here. Actually, before I do that, let me, again, so you guys can see this a little bit better because I'm working on a big screen there. I am nice and large. And I, again, I wanna cut. My mouse is not wanting to cooperate here. We're gonna get rid of those and just bring them together, right? So we're gonna notice, you can see my head moved. If ideally, in an ideal situation, your, your actor on-screen talent doesn't move very much. You're pretty static, locked in, and it will make your jump cuts a lot smoother because I'm not over here or over here. It's, it's that differences that you're noticing when someone's moved. Now that's, it's nearly impossible for me to sit still. So jump cuts in, in terms of camera video, you wanna just kinda of watch them so that they're not too egregious. But in some schools of thought, it's perfectly fine. If you're looking for really polished, this wouldn't come across as necessarily polished, but I think because of YouTube, because of kind of common ways that media is being put together nowadays, TikTok and Instagram and things like that, jump cuts are acceptable. But you have to decide for yourself, is it acceptable for you? So, you know, let me, let me actually show another use case for jump cuts because I've got lots of examples here and I, I, I just wanna show you, and I'll come back to that one here in a second, um, but I wanna show you another one that's got some, just kind of a jump cut. And one of the things that you can do kind of to negate the jump cut, I'm gonna bring this actual original clip because I already pre-edited it. I just did a countdown. This was just me counting down showing my hands. So this is what the original video looks like. And I don't know where my audio I don't know where my audio went for that. So I don't know why it's not playing there. If you guys can hear, I'm not hearing it. So we'll have to see what's, I'll have to figure out what's going on there. Anyway, uh, you can see here, it's just me counting down. But what I did over here in the an edited version, I did two things. There are jump cuts where it's just like cutting out some of the extra space and you can see the motion. Um, oh, do you know what? That's why you can't hear it. Cause thanks Jesse. I've been talking this whole time without showing you my screen. 
Ah, that's the, that's the joy of live streaming, trying to do 12 things. Uh, so Garth, we should be good now. Okay, let's try this again. Let me show you this clip. Five, four. Pretty basic, just shows, shows the me counting down. So now, let me show you with, I've done two things. I've done a jump cut, but then I, on some of the jump cuts actually enlarged the screen a little bit. So it actually kind of pushes in and you can see what happens here. Ready? Five, four, three, two, one. So very simple example, but what you see here is you can see there's a jump, but it feels less unnat. I mean, it's not a great video because you know, I'm like pushing and zooming in too much, but it feels like, oh, it's going in closer and you could play with that a little bit. And so this is a jump cut and a push. But then on the next one, I go from four to three, I go back. So it creates some kind of smoothness. It might be too fast, but again, we're not, I wasn't trying to make anything too particular. Two. Now you can see that's a jump cut there too, from three to two. Three, two, one. But it doesn't look so bad. It just, but if you look at how long it actually took me to count down, let's, this is the original again. Three, two, one. Again, it's a very simple video, but you can see I can save some time. I can get rid of the extra stuff and that jump cut doesn't feel too distracting. But if you wanna smooth it out a little bit, what you could do is a jump cut. And then if you're recording at a large enough size, you can zoom in. This works actually fairly well with screen recording if you can keep providing context. So in a screen recording, you wanna make sure that you can, you can keep providing context here. So let me go back. Now this is my highly, oh, wrong one. Let me just close that so I don't keep pulling it up on accident. I'm gonna go back to my highly edited screen recording and I wanna show you, uh, this is not the highly edited one, but uh, get there here just a second. My, what you'll see is I didn't do any zooming on it, but we can. So along with cutting, you might start thinking about like, if I cut this, is there anything else I need to do to make this feel less like, kind of like disorienting to my user? So for instance, can see all these little marks in here. I don't know if it's, if I zoom in here, you can see like where I did my cuts. Again, they're stitched together. Uh, some places I have my camera video off, but like you can see if we watch this part back, tool here, you can see it's called Freeform. It's, it's basically allows you to draw a connected shape and it's gonna actually fill in, I think I got that pretty straight. And actually in that place, I, I cut something out so it was a little bit of a zoom, but if we go back yeah. here. Now, next thing we wanna do is go to home. So there's this cut where I'm going from whatever I'm talking about here to home. What we could do is we could, again, we can push in our video. So let me just unstitch this. Cause again, it, it basically is stitching in Camtasia is trying to make it like one piece of media. And I wanna treat this piece of media a little differently. And I'm just gonna scale this up because, oops, wrong one. I always get that out of whack, but we're gonna unstitch our media and we're gonna zoom in on this piece of media. I'm just gonna scale in and then you wanna move it to, to the right context so that when it jumps, ray scale. Now, next thing we wanna do, it doesn't feel weird because you you already kind of knew where the mouse cursor was and then we can we can pull in and I can actually, I can even get bigger here because let's let's make that really focused. So this is again, a jump cut. So we're, we're just cutting stuff out of the middle and we're then doing a push in is one way to describe it. Grayscale. Now, next thing we wanna do is go to home. We're gonna go to, 
And then of course you gotta watch to make sure you don't lose stuff on your screen. So for instance, in here, I'd have to do some pans, but we'll talk about pans maybe another day. So we've got this idea of just cutting. You just cut stuff out, get rid of the extra stuff that you don't need, extraneous stuff, stuff that's gonna take away from your message. We got some jump cuts that's gonna kind of go one from another. Another example of jump cuts is, and this gets into montages. A montage, obviously, if you've watched like movies like Rocky, there's kind of this buildup. You can use it in a, different, a bunch of different ways, but a montage, in this case, I have this part where I wanted to talk about the thing that we're gonna do. And I thought, well, that's great, but I should show the thing. So in this case, cutting out something in PowerPoint. So again, let me just show you this. And this is a few PowerPoint slides. Grabbing visuals. One of the things I found that does this pretty well is by having something that's on your screen, on your slide that pops, and the rest is grayscale. I'm gonna show you how to do that, and it's pretty easy, so let's dive right in. Okay, so I just added images, literal just images from po different PowerPoint slides that I wanna show off. And we're just jump, those are, those are also jump cuts. And so, you know, we can, you can really get to see this example. It's also a montage of examples showing the thing that we're talking about. So it's kind of two things here, right? Just simply putting pieces together to show you can create, a, you know, if I, sh I could show more of a process with a montage, but in this case, it's kind of just using some jump cuts to show examples. Now I do see a question that came in. Yvonne is asking, do you have your picture in picture and voice on the same track? Great question. In this case, because of the way Camtasia records, when I did a, I recorded my camera video, I recorded my screen, it puts the camera video and the audio on the same track. I could change that. It's pretty easy to do. Just, I'm gonna, I could right click and separate. Um, the reason I, you know, I do that a lot of times actually when I really wanna manipulate the video. In this case, I was going fast. I, I was less worried about that. I was just trying to, to get through some stuff so I could build some quick examples. But, uh, but oftentimes that's how it will come into Camtasia and know that you can separate it or you can work with it. And the thing is, you can play with, by adding some, get this another power of cuts. If I put a cut right, say here, and now what I can do is, let's say I don't want, I want the audio, I don't want to lose the audio because that's kind of the crux of it, but I want to hide the video. I can just scale it out of existence. Or I, if I wanted to be a little bit more fancy, not using a cut, there's things like you know, animations, I can have it shrink or move to the corner or something like that. If you want to be, have it, it'll be a little bit more dynamic. So here's the thing. As you're going through and learning about just kind of, just I would say pick a project, record something, and just practice cutting it up. This was a really fun experience for me this morning just to go through and see how tight of a video could I get. Uh, and again, remember it was over five minutes long and with the mess up, it was more like seven minutes long and I got it down to two minutes and 13 seconds, but it is pretty bare bones instruction. There's not a lot of personality to it. I cut out kind of the fun quips. Uh, I think there's one spot where I am, you know, you know, you have to watch me draw. And if I was gonna publish this video today, I would probably do add some other things to make it more clear, like so you could see the line better, you could, you could do more. But the, from a cutting perspective, that's pretty powerful that I could get this really good information out there. But I think just cutting isn't really the point. Everyone should be able to cut, and it's kind of your basic first pass edit. Just cut out the stuff that you don't need, get everything that you want aligned up, but then what are we gonna do? we need to make it so it's actually working a little bit better. And this is where something we've talked about in previous shows before, we've got great, wonderful blog posts. I'm pretty sure Andy Owen has done videos for TechSmith on our YouTube channel. 
the J cut and the L cut start to come into play. And what, why do we talk about these? This is just a, a basic way of thinking about how you can start putting pieces of media together. And I say media because one of the things I've been figuring out as I've been preparing for this episode this week is that as you are editing your videos, the audio, the role of audio in your J cuts and L cuts is actually pretty helpful. It's a pretty important piece. And so we're going to we're going to go and look at some other things. Uh, I want to show you a fun example just I put together here. So let me go ahead and I'm just going to close this one. Nah, don't save it. Maybe I'll publish it later. Show you guys how to cut stuff out of PowerPoint. And I'm going to open a new project because I've got this. This one is, this is just pure nonsense fun. Uh, because what I want to do is just push myself uh, in terms of taking a video, uh, taking clips and putting things together. And so I, I, I did this uh, just all stock footage from the TechSmith Asset Library. Uh, I've got some music in there. I've got some sound effects. And, and right here, let me, let me grow this track a little bit so we can see a little bit better because I want to talk through it and then we'll show it. I'm going to make all this stuff a little bit here. So you start to see there's a few elements. We've got some text elements here. You can see they, those don't overlap. They're just two different elements. We've got some stock footage of a city, but it goes into some other clips. So here you can see that looks kind of like in these clips, that's kind of like a J. I let this, you know, I could, if I wanted to, oops, if I wanted to save some elements, you know, I don't want this showing here, I could easily cut it down because it's just covered anyway. I was just being lazy. But you can see that clear J, right? It looks like a J. And then you got another J. Then over here, if I can, not sure where all my, maybe it looks like I'm missing a clip. But they're kind of more of an L. You got some audio here. Uh, let's hope, yeah, probably... I don't know where that one clip went to, but it's it's there someplace. So you got like more of this L shape, right? So let's just watch this back and we can talk through some more of those elements here. It's, it's just a, it's a 45 seconds. So hope you enjoy it. Okay, so uh, really all things considered, a very simple type of story, right? And story is really powerful, whether you're training people or you wanna get a message across. But really, these are just very simple clips and put together in such a way to allow the story to kind of interact. And the, the thing I was saying earlier, and this is, this is I think really important, is how your audio is going to overlap. And it really, honestly, it doesn't matter about where you're positioning on the track, higher or lower. Remember, there's what's called Z order, and I, I wanna I'll emphasize this here, uh, Z order, right? So in a timeline, a video timeline, the thing that is on top is always the thing that's on top of the screen. So like in, in Z order of what you see on the screen, you've got me, and then, on top of that is my lower third. 
Or if we go back into Camtasia, this clip right here, it's, that's actually an audio clip, but the, the clip that visual clip that's on top is the thing that is going to be covering up. So like here, let me zoom in a little bit. You can see moved a little too far. You've got this clip where I'm showing the kind of Spider-Man, the hair standing up on the arm, but it is covering up part of the subway. And you know, we, we could just line those up literally could cut that right here and get the same effect. But from the editing perspective, what this allows me to do is try some different things. It also makes sure that there's plenty of, I'm not getting any black gaps, kind of un unused space. Uh, so remember that, but the Z order, right? So the thing that's on top, so that's what's most important. And then how you go from one to another really probably doesn't matter. But notice here, this is, and this is again, audio. We've got this explosion, right? Something bad has happened in the city. And I've got another sound effect because stock footage doesn't have sound effects. It doesn't have sound. I put in this walking sound effect and this person walking, right? And I actually grouped them together. So you can see there's like the sound effects. I had to cut them up and I got the person walking. So I actually have this overlap and I'll play it back here in just a second that the explosion happens and I let the sound of the explosion continue. It's continuing through its own clip into the next clip. So let's listen to that again. Let's listen closely. In fact, let's, let's do this because it's a little hard. I think it might be a little hard to hear with the music. We're going to play that again. So we got the explosion. And it eventually stops, but it's almost like it's echoing through the city. That remember that if, if we're setting again, it's, this is a silly story. I just put this all together. If we're putting it together, but like the echo has a, the explosion has a bigger impact than just what we see the fireball. Yeah, we want to indicate that it's having ramifications across the city. So just a little thing that you can do again, and that's kind of like an L cut, right? So we got the explosion coming down here. It comes down, covers up, goes into these next clips. So L cut in terms of it's carrying from it's pr the previous thing going into the next thing. Okay, well, I'm going to stop for a second here just for a question. I see our good friend Christy uh, is asking, is there a kind of code of what kind of cuts to use depending on what type of video like more wacky stuff on certain videos and more serious cuts for serious videos kind of guide to what's what is inappropriate for particular types of videos Christy that is I think that's a, a million dollar question here and I'm glad that you asked it because here's my answer I don't know I don't think so I think you know obviously you're going to want to think about feeling and let me let me get to another project. Let me show another project here. Cause I like guys, I spent some time just building stuff out for y'all, hopefully to, cause I would want to show this. So I was thinking about this today. I want to do something maybe a little bit different show. Um, I'm, I'm looking for the project here. Try to talk and do the same thing. Two things at once. Uh, screen coordinator. Not finding it. Oh no. Hope I, hopefully I, but I wanted to do something and I think, you know, what I noticed as I was editing was that as I played around, should it be a J cut, should it be an L cut, should it just be a jump cut? It gave, it had a feeling, and I, feeling is such a terrible thing to talk about. This is the artistry of video editing. There are, there are general rules and guidelines, right? Like you're, if you don't want to lose context, you don't want to 
kind of break understanding through your cuts, like, you, you know, it should make sense that like, oh, we've transitioned to something different if you're going to go to something different, or these things are relate. You're using the cuts to show things are related or a passage of time, whatever it might be. But at the, at the end of the day, it's, it's going to come down to like, as you're looking at this, is it conveying the feeling that you want it to convey? Is it giving the message that you want it to give? Or is it, is it causing kind of issues? Is it causing other challenges? Like you're like, man, this doesn't feel smooth enough. It feels too jumpy. It feels too jerky. It feels like I'm losing context. Is my audience going to get lost in this? And your audience is key. It doesn't matter what I think or what your, you know, everybody else thinks. It's really about what is your audience going to think? So let me pull up this example here. Okay, back in Camtasia. And again, I was just playing around because I, you know, again, as a creator, I wanted to get better. I want to get better at uh, editing as well. So I made this, I took a quote. It's just a little quote about running because um, I thought, well, that's, that gives me some good kind of easy stock photo content that I can use. And I set it up in two different ways. I've got different order of things. And you can see the one that's active here, it's gonna go show, it's about, you know, the quote, we'll listen to it here, we'll watch it in just a second. Uh, you got lots of people running, lots of people running close up, a single runner, kind of end of running, and we got a quote, kind of who attribute we attribute the quote to. But I actually tried it in a very different way. So let's watch this one. I'll turn these off and turn on the next one. And you can, I think you'll get the sense of the feel. Like it doesn't feel right in the first way, but I think the first, the second one actually works better. So let me see if we can get this to fit. There we go. And we'll watch this. In running, it doesn't matter whether you come in first, in the middle of the pack, or last. You can say, I have finished. There's a lot of satisfaction in that. Fred Libau, New York City Marathon co-founder. Okay, before we move on, I just want to point out again, look, we started with music and text on screen. But we actually start to hear the quote before we ever see anything on screen. So literally, we'll just play this back for a second. In running, it doesn't matter what. Again, J cut. So I'm I'm giving some preference. I'm he you're hearing the footsteps. You're you start to hear the quote before you ever actually see anything happening. Okay, so you saw that kind of that order. I like it because it goes kind of wide, narrow, kind of more focused as we go through. Now I'm gonna just hide these clips, and I just put these all on their own track for convenience. You could organize them however you think makes sense. And same thing, uh, actually I'm gonna change uh, the running sound effects so it matches better with the appropriate clip. And let's watch this version of it, same, same clips, just different order. In running, it doesn't matter whether you come in first, in the middle of the pack, or last. You can say, I have finished. There's a lot of satisfaction in that. Okay, so again, same thing, but here, here was my struggle with this, Christy, is that like, as it was going, it felt to me like, cool, we got this close-up shot, and then this guy appears, who's he, what, what is this, and then we go to a big group. It just felt like the wrong order. And, you know, c should I use a J cut or an L cut here? I, I don't know that it matters so much, 
But I think really starting to understand your subject matter and what it is you're trying to convey. And then I was able to use, like on this one, it was really, it is really a J cut, right? And then over here, there's another J cut. And what I found is I could have, again, I can line these up so it's like perfectly cut and all on one track. But this gives me the flexibility to make sure like the overlap was right. I wasn't as stressed about like, oh my gosh, now I gotta, I gotta move things around. I could easily just like, nope, I want him to come in half second earlier, or I want him to, to go out a half second later, and it's just super easy on its own track. Again, it's a cut of S in essence. I'm cutting to the next clip without actually using the scissors or the, the cut tool to make that happen. So I think you have to play with it. And I think what you'll find is that Simple is simple always wins the day, right? Simple is always better, but there are times when complexity will add up and be like, man, that really needs something more. And this is where then you start to think about like, what else can I add to my video to make it better? So for instance, in this particular video, I might start thinking about like, are there transitions? Is there, does it need a fade? Like at the end of this clip of this gentleman kind of you know, doing his rest stance or whatever, do we need to fade out or is it just a cut out? Is it fine? And I think that's, I mean, that's obviously more than a cut, right? So, but, but cuts are simple. That's the beauty of this. Cuts are simple. Uh, here's a challenge for everyone who's listening and watching. You probably are gonna watch TV of some sort, a movie, a video, whatever, right? Today, tomorrow, this weekend, you're, you allow yourself to watch something. As you watch this, here's your assignment look for how, how they cut. When do they cut? Is it that they're cutting often? Is it a straight cut? Are they using transitions? What are they doing? And why do you think they did it then? You know, I, I was thinking about all the different things if I had a, a million hours to prepare, um, what I would do, right? You, I, would have, I would love to have some interview footage and I didn't have time to pull it and get it ready. But like, you can imagine that if you and I are in an interview, and we might cut between the, whoever's speaking or, or in addition, we'll use the yes and principle. In addition, we might cut, let's say you're saying something really profound and my face is like, yeah, this is, this is really awesome. We might cut to the reaction shot. And this happens in, in TV shows all the time, right? Because the person in an interview or in a dialogue setting, it's not all about them. It's a lot about them. But it also, there's reactions to the room. You probably see this even with like a speaker uh, video, right? You got a TED Talk and you've got your person. They're doing a great job giving their TED Talk and the, the camera, and now they're doing a lot of this live, right? So it's a live production versus uh, a recording, but they might cut to a scene in the audience. Like, is the audience laughing? Are they enjoying? Are they, are they seriously contemplating? Why? And you think about those cuts, right? It's just a simple cut but it gives context, it sets tone, because maybe I want you to laugh here too. So uh, another question that came in, and I love your guys' questions and we'll keep showing some other things here. Uh, can you comment on minimum versus high-end components to run Camtasia and render videos in Camtasia? You know, you know Jim, I'm gonna, I'm gonna point you to our uh, spec sheet for Camtasia. I, I can't speak specifically about all the things you need, but, um, like in terms of computer processing power, there's lots of things to consider. Uh, I'm a Mac person, and I know that if you're a Windows, everyone's like, ah, oh, Mac person. And, and all the Mac people are like, yeah, Mac. Uh, and you know, like, it depends on what I'm doing. 
um, I, I have a, I do have a kind of a, a little bit beefier system, but I point you to our recommended specs and that will point, get the, you know, at least the minimum bet. If you can do better than that, it's going to, it's going to treat you well. So great question though. It's important to think about this stuff when you're running the processors and trying to do all this editing. There are some things in here that will help with that though. There's proxy video. You can make the sm videos smaller. So, okay. So L cuts and J cuts, they, they are really we're getting back we'll get back on target here. L cuts and J cuts are really one of those foundational things. And there's no rules here. Like, oh, you always use the L cuts. You always use J cuts. That's, that's ridiculous. When you use it is when it makes sense and it feels right. Now, again, with screen video, cause I want to emphasize screen video here because I, as a company that makes Camtasia, it's, it's really important to me that you understand this. You have to, again, be careful of context and you have to be careful that you're not skipping around. Um, I do have a project here. Let's, uh, we're gonna keep bringing things up here because we, I spent some time on this and I wanna make sure, I, mostly I have to now justify the fact that I made all these different recordings. So I made a different screen recording and here's, I, I did two things. I made a screen recording and I just talked through it. And I thought, you know what? That's really hard to edit. So I then went, and I'm gonna bring this over, and I just, I did a best practice that I talk about a lot here on the Visual Lounge. We talk about in TechSmith Academy and on our YouTube channel, I wrote myself a short script. Oh, I gotta share my screen. Here we go. And so I wrote myself a short script, just like this. It's very simple. And it's showing how people how to find the tutorials on TechSmith.com. So nothing real, real important, probably over simple. Um, but I just wrote out what I was going to say, and I recorded that in Camtasia. So now I've got this this recording, and I left my mistakes in. So you can see here I made a mistake because I there's a little spike here. Let me bring this up so it's a little easier to see. Oops, I zoomed way out. But let me come on, Camtasia. My mouse is struggling today. I'm gonna bring this bigger. So I when I make a mistake, what I do is I. I snap my finger and that creates a spike on the timeline. And the reason I do that is because then I can see it. If I zoom in here, you can see that's one of those spikes. So I know I just have to cut that out. We're not even gonna question it. It's just that that was a failed take. So now I've got screen recording and I've got voice that I need to match. And my voice, I did my voice first. And what I'm gonna do is start listening through that. And we're gonna live edit this. In this video, I wanna show you how to access the product tutorials for TechSmith products like Camtasia and Snagit. First, go. Okay, so if I'm cutting things, again, and this is just audio, because it's powerful. Someplace in here, I've got this little mouth noise, not uncommon for me. First, it's a little, and I, you know what I would just do here is I'm just gonna be really picky and show that I'm just gonna ripple delete that, because I want my audio to be one track, and I'm just gonna get rid of it. First, go to www.techsmith.com. Okay, so first thing we've got instruction here, and I, I did make the screen recording just to save us time here, and I made a little screen recording, and I'll bring this back down so it's a little bit less on the track, uh, so you can see better. And I just record myself going to techsmith.com, right? So now I bring it over here, and I gotta listen to it and just line it up. First, go to www.techsmith.com. Next, Okay, so it is a little bit long for what I need. So this is where in screen recording, we have to start thinking about like, is there anything that I could either speed up, I can cut out, or I can make it so it just so it fits a little bit better. Now notice, and this is a little hard to see, but you'll notice in this part right here, 
I got kind of that loading circle. Uh, and so I want to just say like, you know, I don't need to show all that. So I'm just going to figure out where about, eh, we'll say right about there. And I don't know if this is enough, not, not enough. And I just want to, I'm just going to ripple delete that range. Oops. Now I made a classic mistake. When you're cutting, make sure you're only cutting the track that you want, not, not everything. So I'm just going to do this. I'm going to cut it there. And we're gonna wait till it gets about there. And I can just ripple delete that one. And now, when it plays back, first go to www.techsmith.com. Now, because of the content here, and it's a little harder to see, because uh, we're working with a lot of real estate here on a single small screen, what you'll notice is that it doesn't get the jump cut. Really, you don't know, because we took a spot that you didn't see anything. You just see the, and it's a, it's an expected change. And this is really important. When you have expected changes, it's really great because the jump cut doesn't show up. So now it looks like I type this in and it just goes, I have super fast internet and it goes right to the expected result of a web page. So cool. We're all set up there. Next, click on the support tab. Okay, so again, a little, I got a little noise in there, but here's the other thing about screen recordings when you're gonna be editing and cutting. I leave a lot of extra space in there in my audio because I don't know how long something's gonna take. So the instruction to go to the support tab, I need to make sure that my video is gonna match up with that. And you can see in this particular video, uh, this, was, this is the part where I just like recorded this entire process. I need to find, I need to watch and find where does it start? In fact, I think I already cut this piece because I was like, it doesn't, I don't need it. So we're going to get rid of it. So we're going to bring this over here. And again, we're just going to make sure there, there it is. So I want this first part. I want to line it up here. And then again, we're going to watch for stuff that we don't need. So if it's like, go to text next, us. click on the support tab. Then okay. select the tutorials option. Boom, it worked out super well. And that's just, that is just, I promise I didn't plan it. It's just dumb luck that that worked out. Now you'll notice, again, this is, again, when we think about cutting, right? Like we, we say go and it goes, and then we give the instruction. Next, click on the support tab. Then there are two schools of thought here you say the instruction and go to it, or you go to it and then say the instruction. You can line them up a little bit. It depends on how tight you want it to be. I, and I, I always forget which one's which. Josh Cavalier, if you were here, he would be on me like, Matt, you know this, this is the one you need to do. Uh, so you wanna be thoughtful about this. Like what's going to best guide your user? In this case, I think it doesn't matter as much. It's a website. You've got a web page. you've got kind of standard navigation. But in some cases, you're gonna really wanna prime the user to be able to do the thing. And so again, this is kind of like that J cut and L cut because we're showing action and then we're saying it or we're saying action and then showing it. Again, it's kind of like leading into the thing. When you start saying like, do this thing at the same time, you, you don't necessarily give people enough time to catch up. Like if I'm watching it and they're like going, oh, they're going someplace and then it says go to the support tab. That's, that's a key thing to watch. So you're gonna to wanna to cut this. Now in this case, I didn't have to cut it. It just worked out that way. And sometimes screen recordings work that way, but I'm guessing it's not gonna keep that way. Select the tutorials option. Okay, here, we're looking good. 
This will bring you to the tutorials page with access to tutorials. Now, here's again, we've got the situation where there's this gap, right? Like we hit tutorials and then we have about, oh, I don't know, uh, what is that, a second or so? Do we keep the second of downtime or do we get rid of it? And for me, I think this is something we could probably, we could say, let's go through the rest of it and make sure we get it all done before we make this decision. But when you're instructing someone and you're trying to get someone to move through your video, it's a lot of this little stuff that can add up. And you might be thinking, well, Matt, do, it's a minute and 32 long video. Like I can see that this whole video right now is a minute 32. But what if it's only, a, can we get it to a minute? Would that be better? I don't know, right? Like it's gonna depend on your subject context. Like I'm not an advocate of always just shortening, shortening your video. But what you wanna be thinking about is like, is that needed? Is it affecting my learning? Is it affecting their attention span? Like if there's this dead space, are they like, come on, hurry up. And we wanna make sure you're thinking through that. So in this case, you know what? I'm probably gonna cut it out. And in both, in this case, we wanna make sure both the, the video and the audio are, and we can just, again, ripple delete, deleting, cutting, I, I think in some ways are very synonymous. A cut is a single spots, deleting, you're doing two cuts at once and ripple delete saying, not only are we deleting them, we're smashing it together. So I'm gonna ripple delete there. And I see Yvonne had a question here. Let me just uh, go to that real quick. When I speed up a section of my video that makes no difference to the content of the demo I'm doing, is there a speed setting that is too fast for people to follow the continuity of the demo? Yvonne, that is a wonderful question. And I don't have a, a, an answer, but I, I have a, a suspicion that it depends on the, it, highly on the content. It depends totally on what you're doing. If you are showing something that's complicated and a lot of steps, you're gonna wanna slow it down. If you are doing things that are pretty simple, like in this demo, it's showing you how to use a website. It's really not hard. I could probably speed up the entire thing. I think it, it just really depends. And, and ask your users, like, is this too fast? The good news is if, well, I don't know if it's good news. I think it's just maybe as a best practice, don't go so fast that if they watch it at time and a half speed or two times speed, they can't understand it. Because I am notorious. I don't know if notorious is the right word here, but it is, I am, when I'm in a tutorial video, one of the first things I'm doing is I'm looking for the time and a half speed. If someone sends me a video that's like a meeting, like a, prep for a meeting or, or an update about something's going on, I'm watching it at time and a half speed, if not faster. If I think I can cons understand it in two times speed, I was listening to a podcast not so long ago, and it's podcast go, right? And I was like, man, this is really dragging on. What's going on? I usually really like this podcast. I had switched my speed back to one time speed. So normal, just normal speed. Then I bumped it back up to 1.5 times speed. I was like, oh, I consume this podcast so much faster. So err to the side of a little bit slower and think about your, you know, I don't wanna say lowest common denominator, but think about the people that are gonna be on that lower end of understanding. What do they need? And, but some things you can get, you can probably go faster, but remember they have controls and maybe that's instruction that you put around your video. Like, hey, feel free to watch this at time and a half speed. Because what you don't want to do is you don't want to confuse them. You don't want them to get lost in the content. They can technically slow it down, but if you ever watched a video slow down, it's not nearly as good as it is sped up. Um, so take your time, go a little bit slower, and, and you'll get there. So, okay, 
we, we're not going to go through and edit this entire video because there's lots there. But again, we can start thinking about what kind of stuff we're going to put in here, what we're going to show. Um, you know, if we're bringing in multiple clips, how we might stack these up, how we might uh, allow the, the ebb and flow of the content to go. And again, in some cases, let me just pick a point here. Let's do, we're not moving here. I might do a cut. And instead of just cutting, again, this is a point where maybe I want to kind of show the products off a little bit more. And you, you gotta watch it, because now I got movement in there and stuff like that, and that like, like that doesn't look good. So you have to be thoughtful about zooming in, but it, it really- And more. Now, there's a jump click cut. on the product. But I could think about other ways maybe to do that, smooth it out. Well, I've talked a lot. Uh, Lots of lots of different examples here. Let me just I'm just gonna make sure I haven't missed any of my examples that I wanted to show um, But I do want to know what questions you all have l l At the end of the day, I think there's there's lots of different ways you can cut uh, Let me look at my notes here. You know, we talked about L cuts J cuts. We've talked about jump cuts just straight cuts because I mean the easiest thing to do is just put two clips together and it's kind of like a cut between clip A and clip B and you go from A to B It's it's very simple there's also, oh, one other thing I wanted to talk about, and this is, uh, if we show, I wanna show a video. Let me just bring it up here, if I gotta find it again. It's called Cutting on the Action. I don't have a, a whole big thing to go through. I just wanna show this, uh, if I can find it in my, you know, this is actually part of our intro video for the show. Hang, hang on, let me pause this. There's a very, it's a, it actually makes, you can do lots of different types of tricks for this, like you can do. So I've got this thing in the, if you watch the intro to the show, where I'm wearing a couple different shirts and the really, it's just different clips. It was all taken out the same day. Uh, so I look the same in the same spot, things like that. But when I hit, uh, when I hit my chest, the shirt changes. So let's just watch it real quick. Whether you're making images or videos, whatever it might be, all that is I'm doing is it's a type of cut. I'm there's no magic to it. It's literally I I do this, hold it, and then I change my shirt, put my hand back as best as close as I thought I could get it. And then in the editing, as I'm going through, I'm cutting out all you know, me moving my hand, taking on my shirt, putting the new shirt on, put my hand back there, I hold it for a couple seconds, and then I do it again. Right? So it's a it's but uh, the the trick is you're cutting on the action. This is really a great one just because like, you know, you can see even, I probably could have, maybe I could have gotten a little closer. I should have ironed my shirt that day. But you know, as soon as it hits, you can see my hand, you can see it's a little bit off. It wasn't perfect, but because when it plays back, whether you're making images or video, you just don't see it as much. And so I just want to, I, I want to make that uh, just, again, it's a simple cut but it's doing it at a certain time, it's gonna give you a certain effect. And I just wanna make sure everyone's kind of aware of some of these different cuts that you can do. Cause it's, again, basic idea is just cut, but it's how you start putting things together. What is the look? What is the feel? What is the connection between these clips that you wanna give? Do you want it to feel like it's flowing one way? Do you wanna feel like it's flowing the other? Use your sound. I mean, that sound like, that. again, remember the explosion or the sound of the running before you see the runners. It's setting, it's priming you or it's carrying that last thing that just happened through into the next scene. And so there, it's like, oh yeah, that's, that didn't go away. That's still there. So I think, I think just thinking about some of those things is, is really, really good. 
You know what? I, I got one more here. We're going to wrap up, I promise. Uh, this one is, again, another easy one, but it's just kind of thinking about, um, again, the way you put your cuts together is, is really important. So this one is, is, is pretty simple. I, I Setting it up here, uh, basically, let's say you want to show an action uh, maybe you're showing something about somebody typing, right? We could, and we could set this up either way. It could be typing first, but let's just, let me just show you here. I've got some sound effects. I've got my Word doc, uh, just a document open, and then we're gonna cut away to show someone typing. And you could cut back and forth. Now, the other thing you can do is you could go the other way. Maybe you start with someone typing. and you show this. Now, the other thing you could do here that I think could be really interesting is I've got this really long document I typed out. Uh, it's, you know, goes on and on and on. Well, I don't have to show you most of this stuff because no one needs to see me watch this really long document. So let me just uh, move this piece out of the way, but let me just cut. Again, using a delete, right? Like I'm just gonna ripple delete so it condenses down on itself. And now let's say we start off showing typing Maybe we start off like there, we go to show typing. It's gonna, we want it probably to be a lot shorter because things change. We don't want to, no one wants to watch me type. This is not me typing, it's just stock footage, but type for a second, boom. Coming back here, maybe we even should get rid of more of this because again, we don't, we don't wanna, we don't wanna spend all our time here. I'm just trying to tighten it up a little bit. So let's do, can also click and drag here. Oh, get rid of that. Here we go. I'm just going to get it. Boom. So now, a little bit of a cut there. I can fix it up. But again, you, uh, the idea is, is pretty clear, right? Like you're cutting away to something that's happening. So this is really cool with screen video. Maybe you want to show someone clicking on a mouse, or maybe you want to show someone you can cut away to the talking. In fact, literally, that's what I'm doing right here. I'm cutting away from my screen to talk to you. So cutting away, you got motion, cutting on the action, we got L cuts, we got montages. Remember putting things together. Think, think a montage, think about like a sequence, Rocky, Balboa running, running through the town, Philadelphia, punching the bags, punching the beef, then running up the stairs, triumphant. You can do montages, right? It's, it's a, a long process brought down to a short sequence and it's a series of cuts to bring it all together. Well, Man, if you would have asked me two minutes ago how long we've gone, I would have said, we're, we're about a, into the half an hour point, but we are, we are pretty much out of time. So uh, I'm gonna hang out here for just a second. If you have any questions I wanna know, uh, I don't know if, uh, if Jesse's got anything pulled in here. I haven't had a chance to pay attention. I've been paying attention to editing, not to your comments, but I will definitely go through and read them all. Um, so anyway, with that said, you know, here's the deal. We've got, I say that a lot, I'm sorry. We've got a great guest next week. Clark Quinn is coming to join us. If you don't know Clark, he is an author of a book about uh, demystifying myths and learning and development. He is a learning scientist. He's gonna be helping us talk about some of learning science because all this great video stuff, uh, he's not a video expert, but he's gonna help us understand how to make better learning, some of the things that we should understand that happen. Uh, he can also demystify some things for us, such as our learning style is a thing. No, they are not. Do, gold, do people have a short attention span as goldfish? Eight and a half seconds. No, they don't. Our attention span 
if you watch this entire show, maybe you have an attention span or maybe you just have it run in the background. But we have more attention span than you think. So Clark's going to be here next week. We hope everything goes well with him. Uh, make sure he can join in. We want you to stay healthy out there. And just remember, whatever you're doing, wherever you are, we hope that you take a few minutes every single day, every single week to practice get better at creating video and images because through them, we know you'll make better and more powerful communications. So with that said, everybody, we appreciate y'all and we will see you all next week. Mm -hmm.